The research and the data will kind of help us, you know, predict what's what's coming. The most important thing a buyer could do is look at the historical data. One of the worst things that you can do to hedge against inflation is rent a property. I think waiting is probably one of the worst mistakes that a buyer can make right now. One of the most Google words after real estate is actually real estate crash. When is the right time to buy? Best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. What should I do? Like, I think that's like people get crazy and like we, we all do, right? When you're gonna make a big, big decision. Hey guys, and welcome back to Black Belt in Real Estate. Super excited to have you here with us today. And today we're gonna to tackle, I think, one of the biggest questions all prospective buyers and investors have, and that is, when is the right time to buy a home? As usual, I brought in James Suarez, my mentor, uh, king of real estate, <laughs> here to kind of help help sharing. So, welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's a lot of pressure being the king of real estate. Uh, but... Pressure is real here, yeah. <laughs> And speaking of pressure, I mean, one of, one of the most Google words after real estate is actually real estate crash. So there's a big chance people out here uh, listening, watching this show are, are concerned about that. And they're thinking, like, when is the right time to buy? Houses have gone up tremendously in LA in the last years. Is there a stop to that? Is the market going to crash? And what should I do? Like, I think that's <laughs> like people get crazy and like we, we all do, right? When you're going to make a big, big decision. So let's just address that first of all. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's a big question. It's a question that I ask myself uh, constantly. Um, but then I do some research, right? Because the, the research and the data will kind of help us, you know, predict what's, what's coming. Again, none of us have a crystal ball, but we can use historical data to see what the trends uh, of real estate are, are going to be in the future, right? One of the, probably the number one reason why crash is... Uh, uh, Googled is because buyers are looking for opportunities, right? When are values going to come down? We've seen values continue to rise since about 2010, 2011. A normal real estate cycle is about every 10 years. So statistically speaking, right, we are due to a real estate cycle, right? Values have been going up. We, we thought values were going to start to decline in 2018, 2019. They continue to climb. The pandemic hit. We thought values were going to go down there and then they skyrocketed up. So right now, again, the most important thing a buyer could do is look at the historical data, not read what's on, you know, the negative news, right? But really look at the data because even the stories that the news is putting out, like sales are going down, the way that that's portrayed could lead a buyer to think, oh, values are going to go down. No, values aren't going down. Just the number of sales are going down because the demand is high and the inventory is low. And we can get into some of those statistics if you want. Yeah, I just want uh, people to, like what you talked about, we're due for a, you know, a crash or whatever. But last time we actually had a real estate crash. Can you just talk about that and what actually led to that compared to where we are now? Because looking at, at that point uh, back in 2006, seven, eight, a lot of it was because of, it was so easy to get a loan, right? Right, we call those ninja loans, right? So first, I just want to bring some clarity. I didn't say crash, I said a cycle, like, yeah. right? And every 10 years, the real estate market has cycled where values have gone up, and there, there's been a slowdown, and then they've gone back up, right? Well, in 2006, 2007, you know, the, the crash did actually happen because of these ninja loans. Yeah. 
you didn't have to put any verification of how much money that you made and you basically can get almost any loan that you wanted. And then once the equity continued to rise, let's just say you bought a property for a million dollars and put nothing down and then the values went up to 1.2 and then you took out 200,000 to go buy jet skis and take that Paris vacation and you know buy that Porsche that you always wanted. And then when values dipped, by 10%, right? They had no down payment in the home in the beginning, right? And they were short because they pulled out, you know, 200,000, all of their equity to go to go play. So they let those houses go. But, you know, the, the lending industry learned from their mistakes. And now, especially starting off in 2010, 2011, you couldn't buy a home without 20 or 30% down. In fact, over 50% of homeowners in today's market have over 50% equity. So even if values did start to decline, which most experts are not predicting that they do, there's still so much cushion, so much equity that homeowners have that these distressed sales and these foreclosures, a seller would put it on the open market and walk away with their equity before they're going to give it back to the bank right now. Yeah, and and also I think um, Los Angeles is a different beast. Like demand here has always been super high, right? Can we just talk about that? And wh- what do you think about like compare comparing Los Angeles market with with other markets? So to speak? Definitely. Well, first and foremost, I I look at the macro and then I go micro, right? One of the things that we need to focus on are showing rates, right? Showing rates are, are, are a healthy statistic to know what what is buyer's activity. Right? Do they want more showings or do they want less showings? And right now, and over the past decade, we've had we've seen showing demand continue to increase. 2021 was the highest year of showing requests, and we believe 2022 is going to be even higher. In fact, Mike Simonson of Altos Data said that this spring market is probably going to be one of the most competitive markets ever in real estate, and I think we'll continue to see the demand continue to, to, to rise. So let's let's cut to the chase. When is the right time to buy? <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, no, I mean, I say that jokingly, but uh, you know, I, I say that in some serious as well, because what do we know right now? We know right now that most experts are predicting that values will continue to climb, right? Supply and demand. The inventory is the lowest that it's ever been. In fact, in you know, an area we serve in, in, in Westchester, we normally carry 60 or 70 listings. Uh, I looked yesterday, I believe there are 12 active listings on the market, and that's in our local real LA market, but that's across the nation right now, right? Economics 101, supply and demand. Right now, the supply is low, and again, the showing rate tells us that the demand is through the roof and it doesn't seem to be weakening. The other reason to buy right now as well is because of interest rates, right? We do know that rates are going to continue to climb for the rest of the year, right? And if you allow rates to go up another point, it reduces your buying power by 10%. And that's important because it's better to buy now at, let's say, a million versus waiting a year from now and your buying power goes to 900000 Because when we just look at you know straight numbers, if the market appreciates in 2023, let's say by 10%, a million dollars appreciate, appreciates by, you know, 100000 900000 appreciates by 90000 You just left $10,000 on the table by waiting and your mortgage payment is higher. Yeah, so looking at the monthly costs are also an important factor when buying. Looking at all of the numbers, I have yet to see numbers that support not buying. Right? Even right now, because of inflation, if there are renters out here that are watching this, one of the worst things that you can do to hedge against inflation is rent a property. Whereas one of the best things you can do 
is to purchase a home. What I experienced working with, with a lot of uh, you know, buyers here in Los Angeles is that they're scared of overpaying. So how should we address that? And like, what, what guidance can you give to people watching? They're like, hey, I really want to buy. I'm scared that interest rates are going up. I want to get into a market, but I just don't want to overpay. Yeah, nobody wants to overpay. In fact, uh, statistically speaking, the, the number one fear of a buyer is overpaying for a property. So how do you ensure that you don't overpay for a property? You work with a true professional, right? A lot of buyers uh, may have a short-sighted you know, mindset. In fact, uh, the best thing that comes to mind is they jump over the dollars to get to the pennies, right? They use discount agents, whether to get commission back or they think they're going to get the best deal through going through the listing agent, which is you know, not not true at all because a listing agent's sole job is to get the highest value. But depending on which agent that a buyer selects, the value is gonna, uh, could be a 10% difference. So if a buyer is worried about overpaying for a property, the number one thing that they could do to combat that is to work with a professional like yourself that is in the trenches day in, day out, who has strategies on how to find the best deals, who networks with other agents, to help build rapport and get some inside information when submitting an offer, that is by far the best thing a buyer can do to put themselves in the best position. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious, like this last couple of years, pandemic, a lot of people have made a lot of changes and there's a lot of unknowns out there. So in your in your opinion, how long do you think, like what time frame should you have for buying a property? Let's say, you're not sure if you're going to stay in LA for more than five years. Should you still buy or should you rent? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think home ownership is one of the best financial moves anybody can make. Again, especially with inflation right now. If you're gonna, if you're renting right now, you're just throwing money away, and the, you're you're losing even more because of inflation. Whereas when you buy a property, it's it's fixed, and it gives a buyer or it gives a homeowner a ton of options because. If you were to move five years from now, you can keep the property and rent it out and start building a real estate portfolio. I said this in episode one, 90% of millionaires made their millions in real estate by buying properties and then renting them out. I can tell you from experience, there's nothing better than what we call mailbox money, which is rent coming in from the properties that we own. Just a, another little nugget that I want to talk to you about. When you go out and look for properties as, as a new, new buyer, sometimes you don't realize that being across the street from commercial space uh, can affect the value, being on a busy road and things like that. What, what else can you think of that is good to be on the lookout if you're looking for a good investment? Well, again, you just confirmed my, my point of making sure that you're working with a professional because a professional will know the ins and outs of every area. For instance, in some of the areas we serve, there's uh, the gas company, right? There's LMU, which is a local college. In that area, there are a lot of college rentals. I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, the movie Neighbors, right, or Neighbors 2, <laughs> but if you don't want that to be your story, yeah. then it's important to look for, for things like that within a community so that when you do make this investment, which is your number one asset, that you're buying in the best possible area and know the ins and outs, know if prices are appreciating or if there's a hindrance that's happening from values uh, going up. Looking at this year coming in low inventory, and I mean, we're, we're looking that some of the experts are saying that we're going to have going to keep have a low inventory. And what? How do you think that will affect the market specifically here here in Los Angeles? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think Wells Fargo actually put out um, 
uh, report last week that said we're probably going to have inventory uh, issues until 2025. Yeah. Which again, economic 101, supply and demand, right? Right now, the demand outweighs the supply, and that will continue to uh, have homes appreciate. That is the number one reason why values continue to appreciate is you know the inventory. Right now, when we look at the absorption rate, which is the formula that agents use to determine what market we're in, right? We are, we have about, it takes about a month to sell all of our inventory in most real estate markets, whether we're in Los Angeles or across the nation, which puts us in a very, very strong seller's market, which it makes it more difficult uh, for buyers to get in. So again, going back to your question, when's the time, you know, when's the best time? The question, best time is, you know, as soon as possible, as soon as a buyer is comfortable to move forward so that they can t continue to uh, ride the wave of appreciating versus waiting six months from now and probably having to pay 6% more for the same property and have a higher mortgage rate. Right now we have seen about three to four offers on the, uh, or more or even much more on properties that are well-priced in neighborhoods that are attractive. Uh, do you think with the increased interest rate that the amount of offers going to decrease or what's your opinion in, in that? The increase in, in interest rates are going to have several effects. One of the effects it's going to have, it is going to price out some buyers from being you know, in, in the price range that they were hoping for, but that just means that they're going to enter into a new price range. So I don't think we're going to see a, a, a decrease in the number of buyers. It also does affect a buyer's buying power, so it will have some effect on values. But when we go back the last 30 years when we've seen interest rate increases, we've also seen on an average 8% of values in, uh, increasing as well. And then if you go back from the last five recessions, actually, I believe it's three or either four out of the last five recessions, the one being where values didn't increase was you know, the recession that was caused by the crash of the housing market. We've seen values increase. And then again, the inflation, right? The number one thing you could do against inflation right now is purchase a home. That's Let me just give you a quick statistic, yeah. right? Yeah. In 2021, the inflation went up, I think it was about 7%, whereas values went up about 19%. That's crazy. And I know people. there are some people watching here now, they've been looking for a while and now interest rates have gone up and the buying, their buying power have, has gone down. Let's say, just as an example, from, from a million to 900,000. What, what do you advise uh, these people? Should you still be looking to buy just in a different area or a different type of property or should you should you should you wait i think waiting is probably one of the worst mistakes that a buyer can make right now and you know they can go online and look for the crash and find you know any and every article that supports the real estate market crashing because they're going to hope that the values are going to go down and they're going to hope that interest rates are going to go down so they so that they could get in and probably five years from now they're going to be kicking themselves just like they're kicking themselves now wishing that they had got in five years ago so what i would say is it is what it is the past is the past there's nothing you can do about it right all we know is what we can do today and for the future and right now freddie and franny mac core logic national association uh, national association of realtors are all predicting that values are going to continue to increase over the next five years yeah. right we're still going to see these inventory shortages which will help values continue to increase. And we probably will see increase, uh, an increase in interest rates as well. So looking at all the data, looking at all the predictions, right? When you ask me what's the best, when is the best time to buy without putting a lot of you know, pressure, the time is now. I think uh, I'll end with the Chinese proverb, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. 
so thanks again to you, James, for being on here, sharing, and thank you guys for watching. I hope you found some great value. If you have a friend, a family member, somebody that's looking to purchase in Los Angeles and that is on the fence, send them this show, give us a review, and, and make sure we can help more people get into the real estate game and start, start gaining equity and also enjoying your own home. Uh, thanks again for watching Black Belt in Real Estate, and I'll see you next week. And in next week's episode, we're going to talk about how does selling your home work. If you're a seller right now, uh, I think you'll truly enjoy this show and learn a lot on how you can maximize value and, and stay safe during the whole transaction. So thanks again, and talk to you soon. This is Peter Jumrukovsky, and on behalf of me and James Suarez with the Suarez team, we would like to say thank you for watching Black Belt in Real Estate. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to earn your business. If you're curious on working with us, please reach out.